Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, my name is Tom van der Leest. I uh, work at CGI as vice president, and I'm responsible for the energy business uh, we run in the northern part of the country. Uh, with me here today is uh, Nienke Oman. Nienke, thank you so much for joining. Thank you. Happy to be here. Very happy to have you. Um, as CGI, we have been talking a lot to different stakeholders in the market about hydrogen. Uh, you are one of the persons that is very explicit about uh, making steps in the energy transition, reducing emissions, and sees uh, hydrogen as a key element in that. You also work in very different roles, both on industry, as within IT, as within consulting. So um, we're very happy to have you to get some of the perspectives uh, that you have from your different roles. Well, For thank you. Yeah, that, that's the new world. Huh? So production, transport, and offtake of renewable electricity and green hydrogen. Uh, yeah, and you have to balance that system. So that's uh, that's new. That's why I have these different roles. And actually, yeah, it's uh, my favorite subject to talk about. Well, I'm happy that I can ask you questions about something that's on the favorite list. Um, looking at your different roles and, uh, and the, the role of hydrogen, we often see a lot of people talking about part of those roles, right? Either producing it, consuming it, or storing it. Um, but it's quite a complex topic. And it also asks a lot of things to organizations to change. Given your uh, conversations and different views that you have, what do you see as key challenges? in that domain? And are there certain areas you see hydrogen moving faster than in other areas? Yeah, well, we have two levels of transformation, I would say, of transition. So we have the social transition. So different companies, different sectors have to work together in another way. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and then you have the technical transition. Uh, so we have to balance a complete new system with not a stable production of, uh, of energy like natural gas or oil, uh, but a flexible uh, energy production that also well, wants a flexible net infrastructure, but also wants flexible offtake. That's not always possible. So we have to, well, make a combination of new ways of working together and a new infrastructure system. And if you would look a bit closer to that different way of working, what's different in that sense? How do parties act and how should they be acting? Yeah, well, they act uh, too slow okay. <laughs> because we are in a hurry. Yeah, we are. It's almost 2030. Yeah, well, and we have a lot of goals in 2030, but we have even more to do so in the next couple of years. So by changing the system, so we have to uh, start, for example, with using, well, green hydrogen and in different well, ways where uh, hard to abate sectors. So I'm active, for example, in the chemical industry, yeah. and, but also in ceramic industry and also in the IT uh, system that is under it for as a supervisory board uh, president of the energy data service in the Netherlands. Yeah. And then I see that, well, it's going to change from, well, F -F well, yeah, how, how can I say it? A stable offtake to a flexible offtake. And we have flexible offtake right uh, now, for example, in mobility. And so uh, you're not going to fill your car all day long. It's it, These are moments. So we have to give an well, we have to have a solution for this part. It can be a flexible system with uh, electrons, but for example, also with molecules. So this has got you know, change the way we use uh, renewable energy because, uh, well, this is uh, actually a part that is, uh, if you look at the trucks, hard to abate. So we yeah. need green hydrogen for this. And how do you get the green hydrogen in the place where you refill your, your truck, for example. Is, are these also like the industry and mobility, are those the key industries you see it moving first? 
Yes, especially the hard to abate sectors. So long haul trucking, for example, or chemical industry that needs and not only an, an energy carrier for uh, heating uh, heat processes, but also as feedstock. So we're going to change that system because, yeah, nowadays you can have that. Uh, we have an, an organized infrastructure for getting, for example, the green hydrogen to the filling stations. Uh, sorry, the natural gas to the filling mm. stations, the LNG, or uh, but not yet the green hydrogen. Uh, and so we have to organize this in a new way. So you can, for example, produce your own electricity for your electric car, but you can also produce your own uh, well, green hydrogen for, your, for fueling your truck. Yeah. And, and that's also the same for uh, industrial applications. And can you buy it on the market and what time for what price? Can you produce it by yourself? Yeah. Uh, this is really sure. changing the system. Um, and to do this in the best way possible, I think you really need to use data. Yeah. And we have a lot of data. We have a lot of opportunities to collect this data and use the infrastructure in the best way possible. But we have to organize this much better. And yeah, we, that's it challenging, to... right? Because it's something, the energy system is a very complex system on its own, both technically and also on the data side, because we already have a decentralized system with uh, suppliers, grid operators, and everybody has their own role to play. But we're adding quite a lot of, a lot of variables to this discussion. And um, how do you see those working together? Do you see that as they are replacing each other or are they... Uh, more a mix between renewables, hydrogen, natural gas, electricity. Um, this is the transition. <laughs> right. So we know where to go. Uh, so we, we need a carbon neutral system uh, as soon as possible, I would say. Uh, but in well, the transition is, yeah, it's, it's very fake. Uh? So if you're in the middle of a transition, it's hard to see what to do. Uh, that takes leadership. And that's the first one, of course. But it also takes... Um, well, the, 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 yeah, you're obliged, I would say, to use the best ways you have to make this transition as soon as possible. It also takes a bit of courage, doesn't it, to do something that is somewhat insecure and you don't know which, uh, which way it's exactly going to go. Yeah, well, that, that's the transition. Huh? That's the hard part. So, for example, a household, so you have uh, electricity, you could share it with your neighbor. And that's, that's something that is tested and is possible, but we're not doing it yet. And of course, we're using the system, the, inf the current infrastructure for it, but we're now having 16% 16, 16 of renewable electricity, and we have to have 100. So, um, and that's just talking about electricity, right? Yeah. Because if you look at how we use energy, it's just a part that's electric, and it's a much larger volume of energy that comes from different, more fossil-based yeah, sources. Yes, and that's... That's what I wanted to say. Uh, yeah, that's the problem. Eh? So if we if the sun is shining and the wind is blowing, then it's perhaps quite easy. Uh, but what do you do if both of them not there? Eh? So we need the green hydrogen there. Eh? For example, for the households to balance the system, eh? to be sure that there's electricity, but also for the hard-to-abate sectors like industry, like mobility, um, well, to have it as a well a feedstock, yeah. um, but also well, as a... Well, a you have to use it for mobility, for example, for long haul trucking, for yeah. long distances, shipping. shipping. Yeah, so these are actually this. The this will definitely well change the way and uh, the technical part, of course. Yeah, you have to change the cars, uh, sorry, the trucks and the boats, um, and of course the processes in the industry. But you also have to change the system to get it there. Um, maybe for a more holistic view, the energy. Maintaining an energy system revolves around having something that's affordable, 
reliable and sustainable, right? Future-proof and that we now use very unpredictable sources of energy like wind, like sun, threatens that. I think that also imposes requirements to what you need to know about what's happening at a certain moment in time. And there, it might be interesting to talk a bit about EDSN and, and, and the work you're doing there. So as I understood it, EDSN is the shared IT service provider for the Dutch energy system. Yep. Uh, owned by seven grid operators that jointly unify processes and, and create an IT backbone. What kind of shifts do you see coming along uh, in IT land and uh, the, the infrastructure we need there? Yeah, it is really a shift. Huh? So we have uh, energy going both sides, both ways. Yeah. So I have from a centralized grid to a decentralized grid, a uh, small household uh, level, but also industrial level. And then we also have the international level. So that's also an important part. Three. Yeah, yeah, so the import-export situation. Uh, and, and and just like it is now, it is, it's it's a global energy system. So you're going to exchange the energy with uh, by cables and pipelines, but also by shipping. And it's all evolving. So using the natural gas, this will still be there the next couple of years. Of course, also oil. And meanwhile, we also have to change the system to, um, well, renewable electrons and molecules like uh, green hydrogen. So this is, yeah, you really need to see how you can do this in the best way possible. Yeah. In the level from the households and industrial applications. So, yeah, that will that is a, well, a heavy duty for our current infrastructure. And that is in the Netherlands, it's not, uh, it is good, de well designed, but it's not yet completely prepared for a flexible system. So in the meanwhile, while we have this, well, the, this mostly fossil fuel system, and we have to change this to a renewable, flexible system, yes. we have to use the infrastructure in the best way possible. Otherwise, it's going to be too expensive. So that's a, a part, but it, and, but there's most, <laughs> there's a more important part. Uh, we have the the possibility to bring down the carbon emission even better if we use the system better. And that's, I think, the, the most important part. And we kind of came a long way if you look where the energy system started, how it worked to now, right? Because during the 90s and 2000s, we liberalized this energy market. We created all kinds of systems that allow you to change supplier, uh, choose your own supplier, have consumers accessing new services, um, and a lot of that work has been done at EDSN or by grid operators. Are there... Made possible by, yeah. Exactly. And are there things that we learned there or did there that you think like, ah, this is something to keep in mind if we're going to do this new kind of uh, source of energy? Yes, definitely. Yeah, we, we learned a lot the, the last couple of years, the last 15 years, I have to say. Uh, but we have to learn even more yeah, because we started with um, the flexibility of the system, of course. Yeah using the data, uh, much more real-time also, and we have to do this even more because we're only at the beginning of the transition and we still have a long way to go, over 80%. So it's going to be much yeah, much more flex flexibility will be needed. Yeah. So I don't see a way without changing the, the IT system yeah, or using it much better, I have to say, and, uh, and perhaps also change it. Um, yeah, I don't see a, a, a possibility uh, getting the carbon neutral energy system without using the IT much better. Yeah, and from CGI, we recognize this point, right? We see many systems that have been designed as 
a one size fit all. This is what it does. We need more modular solutions that are far more near real time. So we're closer on the ball, if you will, on what's happening and what choices do we have to make. And of course, also to address part of this human capital challenge on saying, well, if you use artificial intelligence, if you use smart solutions, then maybe we can uh, hurry up a bit because you mentioned before, right, time is ticking out and it's quite a big transition to make. Um, EDSN now works in line with the grid operators who first jointly decide what they want to do and then execute it by EDSN. Yeah. If we're talking about speed and doing this quickly, um, would it be a good idea to change this around? Just let EDSN or a similar organization take the steering wheel on that? Or do you find it important that it's on that grid level? Do you have any ideas on that? Yeah, I think the, so the, the, the TSO said this is, this is, this is what they do. This is their yeah. role. And IT is supporting this way of working. And I think this is also the future. Huh? Supporting uh, a, a stable, efficient, fair and just grid uh, infrastructure. So I think in uh, IT is uh, actually in, in all processes I know is a supportive part. And that you have to, that can optimize systems. Um, and that's actually what I like in it. Uh, it also can support, for example, uh, the, the the household, how these people that are now consuming the energy can get a new role. And then, you know, the pros prosumer. Yeah, like idea. the prosumer yeah. consumer uh, discussion. I really love it. And so we have at the household level, but you can also have it. And we saw it the last couple of years in the situation uh, uh, with, uh, with the gas crisis that... Um, the 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 shift of uh, which way energy goes can be can change very quick. So if you can use data to make that this effective and also have uh, uh, have it influence prices, this is this is the next couple of years very important. So by using data, you can well give information and create a stable grid because I think in in Netherlands, Europe, the world, it's very important to have. The opportunity to have, uh, well, payable and reliable electricity or energy, for example, and green in the form of green hydrogen, for example, um, because that's energy is welfare, uh, so and that's that's important that we keep organizing this and use IT to realize that. Yeah. Well, we recognize a lot of the the thoughts you're sharing. As CGI, we are quite ambitious to take a role in helping companies dit, uh, become digital and using IT to leverage some of the good ideas. Um, do you think it's moving fast enough? <laughs> no, what I'm always we, in a hurry. What, what can we do? Like, because you refer to the energy crisis, which was funny because the, it was a crisis, but it helped us too, right? Because all of a sudden, if you look at my own house, I put solar panels up and I isolated my walls mm -hmm. uh, because all of a sudden it was economically a good idea to do yeah. that. What are things we, we should pay more attention to? Where should we move quicker? Well, that's quite simple. We need much more renewable energy. Yeah, so, And if we need much more renewable energy, we also need more green hydrogen to balance the system. Uh, so we need the renewable energy, of course, to uh, in the, as electricity, but also as a, well, um, as a way to produce the green hydrogen for the hard-to-abate sectors. And so this is the, like this, this combination. Like yeah. I'm saying, okay, I can access that when needed, make a more optimum balance 
yeah, so actually green hydrogen is the missing link in this system. So, and this is quite new eh, because natural gas and oil were already there and natural gas is also a gas. So green hydrogen also that it's not that hard, I would say, but the way it is produced and can be decentralized uh, production, that's really changing the system. So if, yeah, so if the question is how can we do it even quicker? Yeah, much more electricity, yeah. uh, create a, a quick system that can, well, find the optimal balance between molecules and electrons. Okay. So we can use our infrastructure in the best way for uh, households, but especially also for industrial applications and for the best uh, optimized situation of using our infrastructure. So in that way, I think IT is supporting this transition in an elementary way. And maybe then a last question about uh, speed versus quality, because we were talking about hydrogen. After time I mentioned hydrogen, you mentioned green hydrogen. Mm-hmm. And green hydrogen is obviously hydrogen made fully by renewables. Yeah. Apart from green, we have six other different colors of yeah. hydrogen. It's uh, a complete maybe, rainbow. Maybe, right, it's, it's a very big rainbow. Is green the only way? Or should we consider for the sense of speed on saying, well, uh, maybe pink or turquoise or different kind of types of hydrogen should be in that mix as well? Yeah, the, I think that the leading... Um, the most important reason for making for for having this discussion must be uh, bring down carbon emissions. Therefore, yeah. Now, no, yeah, that's not true. Yeah, perhaps also in the in the in the current situation, also blue. Yeah. But that's not my uh, way, or not my how do I say this? Uh, it's up to the companies themselves to choose one of these colors as long as without carbon emission. That's for me now. In this current state that we're in, with the climate crisis, crisis, this is the most important. It doesn't really make it easier because then we have non-flexible, flexible. So yeah, the IT part will be even more important. But the transition is fake. It is a transition that makes it so hard. Um, and use it the the in the best way. Yeah, we need the, we need the data, and I think it cannot be real time enough. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts. I'm very happy to to have you here. Um, As CGI, we are uh, inviting the listeners to reach out and have a conversation with us on how we can help uh, make some speed in digitalizing some of the more new processes that we're introducing to the mix. Uh, You got to reach us in the details that are in the link, or you can reach us at one of the events we're visiting in the coming period. Uh, Obviously, we hope to see you there again. But for now, I would very much like you uh, to thank you for your time. Thank you. And uh, there. Have a good day. As to you. <laughs>